In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from James chapter 5, verses 7 through 11, where I'll ask the question, why should I be patient? James chapter 5, verses 7 through 11 says, Be patient, therefore, brothers, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, being patient about it until it receives the early and the late rains. You also be patient. Establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. Do not grumble against one another, brothers, so that you may not be judged. Behold, the judge is standing at the door. As an example of suffering and patience, brothers, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. Behold, we consider those blessed who remain steadfast. You have heard of the steadfastness of Job, and you have seen the purpose of the Lord, how the Lord is compassionate and merciful. When I was a little kid, we had these tapes of religious songs that we would listen to, and they had funny voices. And there's one that had a slow sort of voice that was supposed to be a turtle. And he was singing, have patience, don't be in such a hurry. And it always made me stop and think, why is it that we need to be patient? Why is it that we should wait on the Lord? Well, here in James chapter 5, verses 7 through 11, we'll see three thoughts answering the question, why should I be patient? Thought number one, the farmer. James uses the illustration of the farmer to explain why we need to be patient. You see, the farmer has to wait on the early rains and the late rains before he reaps the harvest. The farmer isn't able to speed up the harvest. He isn't able to make the plants grow any faster than they're going to grow under the care of the Lord. No, he can't do anything to make that happen any quicker. And James is telling us we need to consider the farmer when it comes to the events that are taking place in our lives. And we need to have patience trusting that the Lord is working out his ultimate purposes. See, when James is talking to people who are suffering under persecution, and as they suffer under persecution, it might be a temptation to get a little antsy and to expect the Lord to hurry up and get on with the consummation because after all, I'm suffering because of my faith in Jesus Christ. But James says you need to consider you need to consider the farmer. The farmer does his part. He sows the seed, and then he does his weeding, and then he waits. He waits for the plants to come up at the God-given time before the harvest ensues. Just as the farmer has to wait and be patient, so too must we. Thought number two, the Lord's coming. The Lord is coming. The Lord is coming again. And this is the great promise that we are given by Christ, that ultimately he will return and he will return in power and authority and might. And when he does, he makes all things new and makes all things right. This great coming of the Lord is something that is inevitable. It's something that's definitely going to happen, but we don't know when. We just aren't sure. And there'll be plenty of People who say, I know exactly when the Lord's returning. We do this math. We do that math. We look for this sign. We look for that wonder. But the fact of the matter is, is that none of us know when the Lord will return. This is a deep mystery. So what do we have to do? 
We have to wait patiently for the return of the Lord. And as we wait patiently for the return of the Lord, we're called to be faithful regardless of our circumstance. So if we're in the midst of suffering for our faith, we must be patient in that as we await the mighty return of Christ. If we're having a good, quiet life, we must be patient there too and be content in what the Lord has given to us as we await this great and wondrous day of the Lord that will ultimately come. We should be patient because we know, we trust that the Lord inevitably will return. Thought number three, compassion and mercy. We can wait and we can wait patiently because we trust in the compassion and mercy of our Savior. We recognize that regardless of the suffering that we do experience, and remember, James is writing to persecuted people, we recognize that ultimately the suffering that we experience in this life will be removed, that we will be comforted because our Savior is compassionate and is merciful and is eager to help his people. It's because of the Lord's great compassion and the Lord's great mercy that we can persevere through all of the different trials that exist for us as believers, that we can maintain and carry on because we know that ultimately the Lord is working out his purposes for his ultimate glory and our ultimate good, provided we are his people. So we rest on and we rely on the great compassion and mercy of our Savior, Christ Jesus. And it's not a terrible thing to wait on him because as we wait, we grow in our knowledge, in our love, in our confidence of all the great things that Christ has done. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of James chapters four and five. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.